Hey, let me remind you about what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. Briefly reuniting in the Elder's Keep, Isabella allows Shaft to depart with Nina to get him out of the way. Shakara refuses to hand over the eyes of Dendar to the Grandmother Hag, utilizing her newly gifted serpent form once again to keep the eyes safe. But with two well-placed throws, Isabella's flesh golem stabbed Dendara with the tripod holders, activating the eyes in conjunction with the armor of Kalar. And now, on with our show. Dendara, a creeping cold spreads throughout your entire body as if it like originates from deep inside you, from your core, and starts to radiate free these freezing waves to every... I guess you don't really have... Ex- well, you have extremities, but you don't have the what you normally would think <laughs> of as, as extremities, I suppose. But your muscles grow tight and rigid as, as you start to you stave off a, a wave of shivers across you. Can you make me a constitution saving throw, please? 18. That is exactly what you needed to avoid becoming paralyzed from Oh, the gosh. Cold. Uh, what What's kind of going through your mind right now, Dindar? Just that I need to stop this from happening. I don't want this portal to open, so I'm going to have to do whatever I can to disrupt the plans. Falzern, as you're still currently blink-blunked to the ethereal plane, but, you know, as we had said before, you're w- kind of witnessing everything occurring on the material plane with about 60 feet of you and kind of shades of gray, but... As the the blue light of uh, the triangle is, is activated, like you, you see the tripods protruding from Dendara's scaled, elegated body, and uh, the, clearly the the glow illuminating from her and those apparatuses. But on your person, the iron token that Shakara gave to you also lights up, blue and cold in your hand, rapidly decreasing in in temperature. Like, cold enough to feel as if it was burning you. And you can kind of hear those surface thoughts of Shakara's. You know, very faintly, as if you're catching the tail end of an echo. Also, ow. (laughs) (laughs) In the center of the triangle comprised of, of the blue beams of light, a rift appears from thin air. And it immediately starts to swell and expand to, you know, just the size of a a, a clenched fist or a softball. Maybe, I guess, a meaty fist, but softball-sized. And you can hear howling winds, and and those close enough can feel cold air filter into the courtyard from this blue void. All of that kind of barely audible over, you know, the beating wings of, of the airship 20 feet above and the growing hum of the charging weapon strapped to the deck of it. Of course, those that are deafened from the from the scythe being uh, assembled cannot uh, hear that. The rift's expansion, though, it looks like it's, it's hampered and contained by this flaring red ring. It's like as if somebody has drawn an outline around the opening. On initiative count 20, which I was calling legendary actions, but there actually were layer actions on initiative count 20. Isabella's gonna gonna make an attack, uh, which does mean the zombies will not be acting uh, at her command to start off this round at least. But she she raises the the scythe of Limic and 
the blade's heat from its assembly kind of fading and cooling, but it flares up again, turning red hot once more, as red as the containment ring around the rift. And instead of swiping at Dandara, this time she swipes at that ring, kind of catching it with the blade, pulling with every corded muscle of her anis hag form. And for a moment, the, the ring looks as if it, it will stretch and contort against her efforts and remain intact before it just snaps and shatters like glass into hundreds of red-hot pieces that fall to the stone floor. The void immediately expands to a 15 by 15 foot circle. And Mia, kind of from, from where you are, you're like 15 feet to the right of it, essentially. You, you can see that like the rift itself is two-dimensional. As the rift expands, Dendara, you hear the Serpent Mother in your head. My gift serves you well, my child. There is more to bestow upon you once I am free. You require invigoration. Say yes to your serpent mother and embrace my eyes. Embrace our connection and be made whole once more. And the chilled winds from beyond the rift now growing louder as more cold escapes from the void into the courtyard the what was blue just a blue nothingness there before kind of lifts like a fog clearing after the expansion revealing the base of an expansive wall of ice the boundaries of which unseen through the narrow scope of of the rifts opening you know relative to the wall's size Encased within it are three unmoving figures. Figures that, of course, Shakara has seen before. The first, the uh, gargantuan, coiled, blue-scaled body of Dendar, the Serpent Mother. Her dragon maw kind of slightly agape to reveal sharp teeth the size of a person. Hollowed eye sockets staring at nothing with her missing ocular organs. Behind her in the ice is an enormous humanoid standing estimated 60 feet tall with this swollen bulbous abdomen draped in the tatters of cloth and old clothing where his hands should be protruding from the you know sallow skin of, of forearms is a bone white protrusion that kind of arcs into a sharp crescent shaped curve his left protrusion though has been severed near the stretches of forearm flesh Dirty toenails on his bare feet have, have grown into claws of a similar kind of bone-white material. Fleshless, crystalline wings sprout from his back. And a, a deformed mouth is open in a, in a scream, the lower jaw unhinged and stretched, showing additional rows of, of needle teeth. Completely white eyes are wide open, set above sunken cavities where a nose should be. The yellowy skin of his, his bald head is marked with rows of scar tissue in the shape of snowflakes. And the third and final figure is that of a naked, muscular man with long hair 
handsome features of his face kind of contorted in pain and agony, and you all recognize this figure having glimpsed a projection of him during the assembly of the Armor of Kalar. Anybody within 15 feet of the rift can make me a constitution saving throw, please, against the cold wind. So that's going to be quite a number of zombies, Dendara, and that's about it. I mean, technically, that's me, 15. You are just outside of 15. Don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) (laughs) 25. Shakar, that is more than enough to save uh, against the cold yet again. And Mia, like that the blast of chill kind of just stops short of you, right? And you can see the zombies below that are reaching up and grasping for, for Dendara freeze solid against the chill of it. Again, though, Mia, from kind of, again, you, you have this perspective off to the side of where this rift is formed. It's, you can see that the, the, air and the wind and the cold has only basically come out the front of it uh, as if it's as if it's like the the front of a, a painting right it's it's two-dimensional thing in space as the paladins including Braun and a few zombies Samuel and Isabel's flesh golem behind the rift are unaffected by the winds Isabella calls out as the rift is expanding oh, oh Shakar dear just just focus only on my beloved Kalar and, and nothing else. Nothing else. Okay, uh, next initiative is Thuftamar. Still atop the rubble, uh, the rubble pile. He's going to not do anything. Uh, he will try to save against being deafened, though. <laughs> Fails. So he doesn't hear what Isabella said either. As, you know, Dendara and Mia, you both see clearly Isabella saying something, but unable to understand it. And Thuftamar's in the same boat. Is Thuftamar undead? Not that you know. Next is Falzerin. Falzerin, having seen Jessica on the ethereal plane, he blinks back to the material plane, knowing that he's potentially going to be returning to the ethereal plane multiple more times with Jessica there. Very concerned. I believe Falzern will use his ability to move 10 feet uh, because he's also sort of surrounded by zombies and pinned up against the uh, portal that he came through. He's going to move sort of away from the wall and to the right. And he would like to try and create a cube with wall of force that would roughly occupy the same place where he last saw Jessica on the ethereal plane because... Wall of Force does extend into the ethereal plane. So he's kind of gambling that he can hopefully contain her and protect himself because he's going to be going back repeatedly to that ethereal plane and is going to be sort of defenseless against her. Okay, uh, so as you reappear, the echo of Shakara's thoughts kind of become more distinct and clear now that you're back on the material plane as though you were like having a conversation right next to each other. What does continue echo, though, in the very back of your mind are actually the hissing words of Dendar to Shakara. It's like as if you're, you're overhearing something from an adjoining room. Um, I don't know. Would that change what Falzern's going to do? Falzern, in your, you know, on your person again, the, the iron token is still like glowing blue like Dendara and still feels cold in your hand. 
I feel like I'm supposed to be connecting dots here that I'm not connecting. Just uh, painting the picture. <laughs> Just painting the picture of what's glowing and what isn't glowing. Because <laughs> a lot of things to do. <laughs> you know what? I think Falzerin, as much as he is aware that he is quite frail, well powerful, but frail, and potentially at risk of taking a great deal of injury by Jessica on the ethereal plane, he's, he's going to put others first, I think. And he thinks that uh, Shakara and this portal is a greater concern right now. So uh, he's still going to use Wall of Force, but he's going to cast it between Shakara and Samuel. Maybe it will disrupt this triangle of energy between Shakara and Samuel. Uh, if nothing else, he's going to try and seal off sort of the front of this picture of this portal that you've described so that hopefully no, no creatures will be able to come through it onto our plane from the portal. Okay, how large is this wall? So I can make 10 10 foot by 10 foot panels. So depending on how tall this portal is, that will depend that will dictate how long the wall is. It's 15 by 15. So I would have to make two high so then it would be 5 wide. So 20 feet high by 50 feet wide. And that is all falls around. Well, I suppose he has movement, but he's directly adjacent to this big mass of zombies. Yeah, I, I think he's just going to remain where he is and hope that Blink takes him back to the ethereal plane and hope that Jessica doesn't kill him on the ethereal plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were really counting on that Blink working. Well, either way, he's in danger. If he stays here, he's in danger from the zombies. If he goes to the ethereal plane, he's in danger from Jessica. We're all in danger. So much danger. <laughs> I'm fine. I got this. <laughs> all right. He rolled a 12 on the blink die, so he poofs back to the ethereal plane. As you construct this wall of force, I think it's beginning almost this wall of force is becoming more of a war cry than uh, Blink has been for for Falls and very <laughs> excellent use of this utility spell. It's almost like a uh, uh, card. I kind of feel bad using it. <laughs> it, it kind of is, uh, but yeah. I'm going to feel bad about reversing your Uno here. As you put it up, the two sides of the triangle with Samuel at the point of it, on the other side of the wall, which we'll call it on the north side, which where the rift has formed, the beams stop like die off like the, it's like you're bisected the beams of, of the the eyes that are originating from dendara and you can actually see an effect on the wall of force which is something you've never really seen before it's like as if it starts to char and burn and it disintegrates as the beams reconnect almost immediately with samuel oh dear i thought i was just gonna you know go through it little <laughs> it was the most utility like it was thinking about everyone as opposed to just himself you know as a like i think self-preservation is not the play here this is this is for all of aspara immediately following that is auntie jessica oh dear she looks delighted to see you back on the ethereal plane <laughs> give your auntie a big old smooch yeah <laughs> But she's got a few hairs on her chin, Balsman's right? in trouble. You see that, uh, you know, around 
Jessica's neck, uh, like she has that purple skin and those needle teeth, but she kind of wears this frayed rope of a of a necklace on it, and it looks like it has like an assortment of like animal fangs kind of woven into it. And she approaches you, kind of pulling it off as she does, and she just tries to slam it down on to your head. Does Falzrin have a big head like you do, honey? <laughs> Should make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Advantage. Hero's Feast. Oh, well, I rolled a nat 20 in my first roll. Uh, wisdom is 25. Roll again, just in case... No. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you crit. Wait. Uh, well done as Jessica attempts to cast a crown of madness on you. It just kind of slams down on your head, and like the the animal fangs kind of nick and and you know braid at your at your scalp, uh, braid your scalp. But you easily shake off the effects as she attempted to to charm you and take control of you. That's terrifying. Next, numb and skull. They are going to kind of raise up as they're just bobbing in the air, but they raise up to 15 feet to to the level of Mia. Each moving a little closer. Still kind of keeping this horde of, of zombies between them and, and Mia and uh, Dendara. But each of them will just blast a, uh, a ray of fire at you. 14, 16, 16, and a crit. 20 hits. So only one of the four beams. You will take 32 fire damage, though, uh, from the critical hit. Ouch. Dendara. This is what I want to do, and you'll have to let me know how much of it I can do in one turn. I want to fly over behind the rubble wall, about 30 foot to the east, land, change back to Shakara, and put, if I can, both eyes back in both lead boxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, first... Um... Are you going to attempt to communicate at all with Dendar as after you know your words are kind of still again echoing in the back of your mind? Uh, you, you want to just completely ignore them? I want to ignore them for now. I'm not going to say anything for a risk of saying something wrong. You can absolutely attempt to fly over to the other side of the rubble pile that Thuftamar rests atop. Can I accidentally, uh, you know, accidentally knock Thuftamar down the... <laughs> as I fly over? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you, why don't you make me a uh, strength saving throw as you attempt to fly away? 25. Okay, you are able to move. So you move, you know, the first five feet as you do so, the, the you know, the beams are just stretching in length and... and, and still connecting you're not breaking any connection as you're still attached to the the tripods but as you lengthen these two sides of the triangle the uh, sides of the rift also expand so at least five feet they're going to expand if you want to continue you can certainly do so okay so if i'm i move five feet away and i see it's expanding and that's probably a bad thing how big is the rift it is now 20 by 20. How big am I? You are also 20 by 20. I'm going to look at Grimby and then fly into the rift 
and then, if I can, revert to Shakara and put the eyes in the lead. So you've stopped then, reassess, so you can make me another strength saving throw to, to it's like you're you do feel tethered as you were pulling away, but you like you're just with the strength that you wield into your Dendara form, you're able to easily resist it, but even moving forward now it's like you are pushing against it rather than it pulling you right it's like the opposite kind of uh, side of the force 13 uh unfortunately that is not enough for you to move like into and and shorten the beams okay so i try to pull away it's it's making the rift bigger i try and move closer but i can't i'm not strong enough to move closer to it i'm 15 foot up in the air you see isabella speaking again Kalah, Shakar, no! No, focus on Kalah! Under the assumption that if I revert back to Shakara, the tripods might fall out of me, I am going to revert in the air. <laughs> I like it. As you change, you fall 15 feet, so that's only four bludgeoning damage. But you fall in the middle kind of a pack of these zombies. The tripods now still stuck. It's like they're protruding from, from your chest through, through gaps in your armor now. They're still attached to you. You're still glowing blue. And uh, you now feel, again, once you've changed, like whatever levels of exhaustion you have, I don't know how many, you're immediately racked with them and the consequences of them. And now that you're, you've lo- you're lowered to the ground, like the, the triangle was almost like up at this angle, right, connecting you to Samuel as Samuel was laying atop the, the stone altar. But now you're like level with the ground in the middle of this cluster of zombies and those two light rays that shoot off of you, right, connected to the the tripods. Whatever zombies are, are caught in there, it looks like you get about four of them. Subjecting them directly to these beams, they are disintegrated, just like the wall of force. Can I attempt to put at least one of the eyes in one of the lead boxes? They're on the ends of three-foot tripods that are stuck in your body. Oh, the eyes went to the ends of the tripods? Correct, yeah, yeah. As you transform, that's kind of what happened now. You're still now like this third side of this triangle as your body is serving as. My arms are too short. Yeah, it does take your action to change back. Can I misty step? I'm going to try a misty step 30 feet away from the zombies and away from the or closer to the rift so basically behind isabella (laughs) yes you can uh you can make me an arcana check to do this funny yes you overcome that that tethering that the 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 beams seem to have and you successfully miss these though I actually want to be, like, right next to the rift. (laughs) And, like, as you get closer, the rift shrinks. So, sorry, do do you want to be 10 feet from it, where you are currently? Do you want to be right at its threshold? Right at at its threshold. I'm going to be right up in its face, ready to be grabbed by Dendar. It's shrunk to, like, a a five-by-foot, like, a a uh, person-size rift now. (laughs) All right, uh, got anything else? Three levels of exhaustion? Hmm, that's fun. What does that do to you? Disadvantage on ability checks, disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws, and my speed is halved. Except for wisdom saving throws, which will just be regular. 
Can I save against being deafened? Yes, at the end of your turn, you can make a constitution saving throw against the deafened condition. With disadvantage? 13. Not enough, unfortunately. Your your ears still ringing from the, the concussion wave. Zombies! How bad is your exhaustion, Emily? Like, should I be trying to fix it? I got three more levels. <laughs> I already fixed you up just for you to undo it. Three already. more levels until you're instantly dead? Well, yeah. I mean, there's that little thing. Those those same horde that was reaching up for Dendara, she was uh, suspended above them, now swarm on Shikara, uh, the threshold of the rift. Although there are significantly less now, as many of them came to that uh, round of cold winds. Two will uh, attempt to grab a hold of you, though, Shikara, so you can make a contested athletics. Fifteen. Not enough to be pretty good with disadvantage, but not enough to beat uh, 19 as you are slowly started to be dragged back away from the rift as again it expands uh, in relation to, to your proximity. Only five feet though. More attacks on Hulsa and Grimby as they are still cornered where Faldrin had kind of blinked uh, out of the way from. Two swipes hitting Hulsa for seven slashing. Two more on Grimby, uh, eight, but he's raging, so he resists. Mia, you're next. If I channel which group is more important, the group by Shakara, probably, right? I think so. That's where everything's happening right now. Okay, so Mia is up in the air. Uh, Mia knows exactly what she could do to help Shakara out right now, seeing all the undead. Um, she's going to try to, like move maybe 15 feet and bridge the gap and try to get as many as she can from both groups of undead. There's basically one sort of by Isabella, Shakara, and where I'm at, and then there's some over by Grimby and, uh, you said Hulsa, right? If I move to the edge of, like, the southern part of these undead, putting more space between myself and Shakara, actually, but bringing myself closer to Grimby, I can reach... Um, if I channel divinity and destroy undead, I can destroy that whole group of zombies and then a, f a few <laughs> close zombies from the other group. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to channel the divinity of Thor and hope to destroy these guys. Once again, any zombie caught within sight or sound of your 30-foot radius are just reduced to decaying dust. Of the, the you know dusted old flesh and bone, uh, Numb and Skull, however, do are not immediately destroyed, so they're going to make their Wisdom saving throw. Skull fails with a seven, and Numb gets five. <laughs> <laughs> so they're frightened. The Wisdom saving throw. If they fail, it's turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. A turned creature must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it cannot willingly move to a space within 30 feet of me. Uh, it cannot take reactions. For its action, it can only use the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If it has nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. And before we move on, I wanted to know if... With my Radiant Soul ability, where once per turn, I can have an attack or spell deal 12 additional Radiant damage to one target if I'm allowed to do that. This is attack or spell. Your channel divinity is not an attack or a spell. Okay. 
All right, so both Skull and Numb are turned, and you obliterated a total of 37 zombies <laughs> with wow. your second channel. Well, that's my last one, so... Holy crap. Gonna well, make used. me miss that pendant of legendary actions, Right, you know? still leaving 21 <laughs> zombies that are, are still surrounding Grimby and Hulsa. But the majority of this keep has been cleared out. <laughs> It puts it into perspective for the listener because even listening back, like it looks so overwhelming on roll twenty versus what we're hearing sometimes, you know. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Okay, so that was your movement and your action. Do you have anything else you want or can do? My spiritual weapon is out. It is currently right next to Isabella. Have you had already taken a swipe at her with it? Ah, uh, numb is thirty-five feet away. Dang it. <laughs> the guy that hit me. Is Kula on our team? Uh, he hasn't really done anything but bring Isabella the the scythe. He got hit by Dendara's enervating breath, but he hasn't uh, taken any any actions other than that against the party currently. In case it does anything, let's just go for Grandmother Izzy again, and maybe it wrecks some sort of concentration, or who knows. So, let's take a swipe with my spiritual weapon at Izzy. Oh, that's a crit. <laughs> 29 to hit. <laughs> 21 force damage. Good hit. That definitely hurt Isabella. At the end of your turn, you can make a constitution saving throw to end the deafened condition. Yes. Oh, no. 10. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not enough either. You're still <laughs> deafened. <laughs> what? Uh, all right, Isabella. Isabella moves towards Shakara. Scythe still in hand. She, you see, she kind of grabs a hold of one of the glowing tripods. She simply just like grips it, and the 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 blue glow kind of starts to radiate slowly up her arm as well. And she just kind of closes her eyes, and. Shakara and uh, Mia, you you see again. She's clearly speaking, but uh, the rest uh, the rest of those that aren't deaf can hear her. Just say, "Kalar, come to me, Kalar, Kalar," and she kind of releases the tripod. She takes the scythe now, and with with the blade, she begins to kind of swirl it around those shattered remnants of of the red the red containment ring when the rift uh, had appeared as as if they're magnetized, the glowing pieces, they cling to the blade and Isabella kind of sweeps the scythe and she hurls the, the jagged debris towards the ice wall and steam immediately begins to pour out from the contact point of a thousand hot stabs. The ice wall creaks and groans as branching cracks begin to radiate upwards from its base you see instead of like it's not the, clearly the the cracks uh they start out originating uh, and spreading in what seems like a normal fashion but it's like they're they're almost like they've been directed and they they slow down as they start spreading up the the wall and you can see that they almost like crack further and deeper into the wall itself rather moving upwards rather moving almost on like this horizontal plane towards Kalar at its base where Kalar is is trapped and they you know the, they widen and shift enough as they hit 
where Kalar is imprisoned and he begins to stir. To slow, kind of forceful movements at first. Uh, and that's about all the movement that he, he currently has. Kula is going to attempt to uh, hold person on Mia. So can you make me a wisdom saving throw, please? They're coming all the way over to me? He doesn't have to move. Can Falzarin cast Counterspell? Uh, not on the ethereal plane. <laughs> oh, right. Fudge. Sorry, Mia. Yeah, first roll's a 20. <laughs> okay. Note to self. No wisdom saves. <laughs> I have plus nine to wisdom as a cleric, so it ain't that's, bad. Yeah, no, that's a poor target on Kula's, <laughs> on Kula's part. Sucks to be cool. Yeah, and like you barely even feel it, the effects of it trying to like, uh, but you just easily shake off shake off the, the effects as he tries to paralyze I want Kula to know I kind of chuckle. <laughs> as Mia sloughs off the effects of, of Kula's spell, Suddenly, you see Mia, but like beside you in the air, Shaft appears, having shackled in. And, well, Shaft, you kind of plummet 15 feet. You take six bludgeoning. <laughs> but uh, you can go ahead and make me an acrobatics to avoid uh, being knocked prone. 21. Okay. <laughs> so you are able to land on your feet, but still a bit of an impact. Okay, so I sort of drop down with the scimitar and short sword in hand, looking back at me and go, I forgot my shackles! But while I'm here, and I take off and run towards Izzy, uh, I have about 25 feet of movement, which is just about how far away she is from the ground around Mia. And I, I run up to Isabella and say, uh, Hey, I'm back! Just thought I'd even the odds. And I'm going to attack. Uh, so first with the Bronzefield Scimitar, that is a 28 to hit. Yep. Uh, 18 damage. Second attack with the short sword. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. That hits. Awesome. Uh, 24 points of damage. And then I will uh, sort of s slide in and try to give her one more Quick poke with the uh, the scimitar. Three attacks. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, uh, that's only a fourteen. That is unfortunately going to miss. And uh, that's it for me. Well, you just hack the the two slashes you get in and strikes you get in, slicing through brambles on her on her back and into her flesh. Oh, oh no! Shaft, I'm sorry. I, I gave you a chance. Now I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Next are the paladins. About eight of them, including the new captain, that have, have lowered themselves on ropes from the deck of the previous Rising Four. A uh, number of them charged at Shakara and Shaft. Uh, they don't strike out at Shakara, however, and only one of which can really get to Shaft. So just one attack on you. Um, 17 to hit. I will use Defensive Duelist, which raises my AC to 20. Next, those close enough, which is going to be really nearly everybody except... Yeah, Falzern through the rift is a little outside of your scope from the ethereal plane, but the rest of you can see 
more movement in in the ice wall, right? And just again, the the cracks are just splintering all the way up and across it now, spreading through this whole across the whole surface of it. And Kalar is still shifting. It seems like he's making some more progress. Uh, basically just brute forcing his way through the weakening of the cracks in the ice wall, uh, make, trying to make his way out. Hulsa, wordlessly, she simply grabs Grimby by the arm and dimension doors them both. Away from this, the last horde of zombies. But it has a verbal component to it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Ruthless. <laughs> Ruthless. <laughs> That's it. I, I gotta make podcast. light of something in if this. You're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna have her cast dimension door. <laughs> Told you, Halsa has her own way of uh, utilizing the weave, but she takes Grimby and herself right to the deck of the previous rising four. Uh, Braun is next, still uh, surrounded by a couple zombies and two paladins. He has no equipment or any gear, so he can't really do much as far as offense, but he will disengage and just get away from these people. Kind of taking refuge over the top of the, the rubble pile that Thuftamar rests, uh, or is balanced on. Samuel, he's currently being like pinned by the the flesh golems so he's gonna attempt to use the strength from the armor and get out of their grip Ooh, but clearly uh <laughs> clearly he's coming to the the effects of whatever the 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 triangle is doing to his part uh that he's playing in it he struggles and manages to break the grip of one of them but he's got two on him that keeps him steady and, and like pinned to the altar Grimby, now reunited with his ship. He calls, you see him yelling over the edge at the, the new captain down in the in the ground. Hey, uh, Gilworth, you, you yelly, yellow, 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 you yellow-bellied bastard. <laughs> Sorry. I tell you, when I get down there, I'd be ripping you apart. And Eladia, Reginald, Ray, Leasha, Sarah Korg, you'd be better than all this, remember? Remember what Mia did for you? And like a number of the the paladins now, you see some of them down that have swarmed around Shakara. They are like almost like they take pause, right? And actually, Reginald it was over where Braun was, but he kind of st st stands up taller a little. He kind of puts his weapon in the air. Pray Thor. Yes. Ray, Ray, and Leasha. <laughs> that one. And you know, after him, Pray Thor, Sarah, and Korg. Praise Thor, all five of them now, for Captain Chum! And more paladins kind of, about half of them it seems, uh, the crew of this ship kind of join in, in the chorus. For Captain Chum! Oh, Captain, our Captain! Yes! As they say it, like the zombies are dying too. Like this Right, exactly, great. as everything's going on. <laughs> and as the new Captain Gilworth, he's, he's, he's piping up, he's shouting his own commands to, to the paladins that haven't joined the chant uh, for Grimby, kind of barely even being heard over the chorus uh, of their cries and the and the beating of the, the ship. And you see that uh, Reginald throws Braun his weapon as he draws a, a backup. 
flesh golems, uh, the, the one that Samuel broke his grip on, will continue like to, to renew their efforts to keep Samuel in place. Back to the top. Isabella is going to use a layer action to make an attack on Shaft. She brings the scythe around. Uh, 29 to hit. Um, I'm going to make you... I'm going to use a luck point. Make you re-roll that. Uh, 24. How many times can I use luck? <laughs> I got three, but can I, I can't use it on the same... I can't use it on the same roll again. You though, must right? keep the second. Yeah. Yeah, you must keep the second. That hits! <laughs> now you're being struck with a red-hot blade. You take... Uh, 24 slashing. Can you make me a dexterity saving throw, please? Oh my god, with a plus 8, that is a 10. Ooh, that is a fail. You take 13 fire damage. Sustaining the the opening of, of the rift, uh, you know, Shakar's movement's kind of shrinking and, and growing it right as she's moving back and forth. But as it remains open, it's like almost a, as if it is be it starts to like stabilize itself it's like it's no longer contained by this kind of triangle of of the beams that the eyes are emitting and it doubles in size luckily though shikara had shrunk it but it now doubles to 20 by 20. <sighs> clearly growing outside of the bounds of the, the kind of the narrow triangle that shikara has formed by moving her body is there anything we would have observed that, like, hurts it? No. Uh, well, I mean, the only thing that's really been done is Shakara's movements. But, I mean, also, the you've seen Isabella grab onto the glowing tripod to uh, interact with it in a way. She didn't get disintegrated when she interacted with that. Clearly, the eyes are on the ends of the tripods protruding from Shakara, uh, Shakara's uh, person. So really, nobody's kind of done anything to interact with them. Thuftamar. He's going to make a, a, a kind of check as he's still deafened. And okay, he gets a 15. And you see he scrambles down the, the pile, the rock pile, next to Shakara. And he kind of has to jump a little bit, though, but he too kind of grabs a hold of one of the, the tripods, and again, the glow kind of spreads to him, and, and Kalar, yeah, Kalar, come out, come out, Kalar. Falzern. Falzern is going to reappear 10 feet from his last position on the material plane. He's, he's moving slowly toward what's happening here with Isabella, Shakara, and this portal. And he is going to cast Chain Lightning, First target will be Izzy. Second target, Thuftamar. <laughs> oh, okay. Third target will be... Cool is the bad one, right? Pulse is the good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not know this? Third target, Kula. And fourth target will be the Usurper of Grimby's rightful position, the new captain. Deck saving throws all around, DC 19. I've already rolled my damage to save time. Uh, Isabella got a 16. Kula gets an eight. Thuftamar 
gets a 10. Nice. New captain gets a 3. <laughs> Everybody <Yeah>. fails. <laughs> 42 lightning damage. Woo! Ooh. Praise nice. Thor! They're like, Man. praise Thor and lightning's flying. This is great. Wow, I love okay. It. There goes my 6th level spell slot. Hope it was worth it. <laughs> Your chain lightning originating from Isabella doing significant damage, striking out to Kula, immediately frying him as he drops dead to the stone floor. Lancing <laughs> to Thuftamar, who barely survives. <laughs> You saved him just to to lighten right. the And finally to the new captain who is who's incinerated. Oh yeah. I just love that you really, really wanted to give Almar another chance. You know? He's he's forcing my hand here. <laughs> Fool me twice, chain lightning for you. Yeah. <laughs> the old, the old chain saying. on me. Chain on you. <laughs> hey, there's room. There's room yet for a second redemption arc, okay? <laughs> yeah, he ain't dead yet. Yeah, he's not dead yet. Um, okay, are you moving? Oh, I suppose I can, can't I? Uh, I forgot I'm not beside zombies anymore. Um, yes. Falzerin is going to move to occupy the place that Thuftamar was at on top of the rubble. Sort of looking down on this whole scene off to the right. Take the high ground. <laughs> he also wants to put some... Uh, space between him and uh, Auntie Jessica. And to see if he returns to Auntie Jessica. Oof, he does not. A nine on the blink die. I don't know which is better, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Everything seems very dangerous. Okay, well, that was a good turn. Jessica. She will follow you back to the material plane. You see her, her black fingernail one of them she takes on the end of a, a long crooked finger it, it kind of begins to, to glow with a sickly green energy and she just traces a circle in the air which kind of leaves trails of, of crackling energy behind like almost as if she's like a, she's skywriting and she exhales a blast of hot putrid breath into this circle and it swirls within it like a cloud and she just gives it a, a bit of a flick with her wrist and sends the circle towards you, Falzer. But it rapidly expands into a 60-foot radius, which does encompass Mia as well. I was going to say right past me. <laughs> Let's hope it's necrotic damage. Let's hope it's a small amount of damage. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, could each of you make me a constitution saving throw, please? <sighs> 18 for Mia. 11 for Shaft. 21 for Falzerin. Oh, Shaft is in this too. Crap. How's Shaft in it? 60 foot radius. Oh. Well, I guess I better draw this out, eh? So she Holy flicks crap, it at Falzerin, but it's centered on me. <laughs> it is very large, isn't it? Yeah, 60 foot radius is huge. So this bad boy is going to hit the entire battlefield. <laughs> oh, wow. Can she sculpt safety? <laughs> she will position it so she does not hit her pet's numb and skull, but it literally hits everybody else on the ground in the courtyard. Uh, I am going to use a luck point down and re-roll. 22. That is with disadvantage. You got a 22 and a 23. Wow. That's pretty good. 
Wow. Got lucky. I used a luck point, but it rolled a 13 on my second. Okay, Isabella gets an 18. It will not matter what Thuftamar gets or any of these paladins. Oh no, my Thors. Bron only gets the nine, so he fails you, so. Oh no. Save your revivify for Thuftamar, okay? (laughs) He's gonna gonna reconsider. Hell no. 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 Never. I was done with him as a cane. This is is something else. He was my favorite when he was a cane. (laughs) (laughs) So those that failed take 38 necrotic damage. What was the DC? It is necrotic. Oh, sorry. The DC was was 18. Oh, shit. 38. Oof. 38 on a fail. Uh, half is 19. Half of that is 9. Thothamar immediately perishes and succumbs uh, after being severely damaged from Falzerin's lightning bolt. Uh, roughly, looks like about 12 paladins of cultists also just racked with waves of necrotic energy from Jessica's spell, which does include Reginald Ray, Sarah, and Korg, Leasha, is still up on the deck of the Rising Four. So those those paladins that you know, Mia, you had revivified, uh, fighting the the rocks and the trolls on the deck of the Rising Four, it was just flying above the original paladin front line. Now once again, perishing with you at your side in battle. Uh, you see that Isabella. Appears to be unaffected. Mia looks alright, too. Bronn looks uh, pretty hurt. Numb and Skull are turned, uh, so they can only do any... The only thing they can do is dash, right? Move away, yep. <laughs> Run away! For a minute. So that's round one. <laughs> alright, they make it a beeline to the open doors at the end of the keep. Shakara. Talk to me about these rods sticking out of me. How big are they? How deep are they into me? Uh, they are uh, three three feet long, and I mean, they feel like they're stuck in there pretty good, but you can certainly try to remove one. Three feet is definitely above average. <laughs> <laughs> How thick are they? Do I, does it look like I could chop oh, one with girthy. my sword? <laughs> That's a girth on those. I can't handle this. That was a perfectly innocent question. Thank you very they're much. They're made of they're made of metal, and it's like three collapsed legs, like a like a tripod. Okay, I want to attempt to pull one out. You absolutely can do so. <laughs> oh man, could you make me a Constitution saving throw as you make contact with the tripod? You got this. Twenty-one. All right, you avoid another level of exhaustion. Now, can you make me an athletics? checked as you as you pull it 18 with disadvantage i rolled two tens okay excellent as you pull on the glowing tripod like everything you have from this kind of a it's almost like a you don't have much leverage right from from your position but like the the glow it starts to intensify and like a the sapping draining energy kind of starts to course through you, which you you stave off uh, the the negative effects of it, but the tripod moves an inch, two inches as you're sliding it out of yourself. The the drain and the intensity of the light becoming almost unbearable under like this building pressure that you can feel within the structure itself. And as you rip it free, 
of your body, that pressure just like immediately subsides as, as you've pulled it free before like the popping point. And one edge of the triangle is completely shut off. I want to say to Dendar in my mind, like I don't want to vocalize it, I don't want anybody else to hear me. See how Isabella plans to betray you. She only wants her lover, not you, to be freed. Deny her. Would Falzer in here that as well? Uh, now that you have pulled out one of the eyes and essentially like disconnected yourself from one of it, Falzer and the, the iron token it no longer glows and it is no longer cold to the touch. Can I attempt to put the eye in the lead box? Yeah, I'll let you do that. Okay, I will. That'll, that's what I will do, and I will probably at that point fall down to my knees. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> As that uh, one side of the triangle disappears, though, the rift does shrink by five feet. As the rift shrinks from your action, Shakara, you hear a response in your head from Dendar. You are both insignificant. You both forsake me. I shall consume you both. And that's the show. The Incorrigible Party is everywhere. I heard you can go to incorrigibleparty.com to find links to their Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Redbubble, Discord, Twitch, and Patreon. Side note, the patrons get extra, like bloopers and mini-campaigns just for them. All ambient sounds and music are courtesy of tabletopaudio.com, and their intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can contact him by email at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Incursion Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Now, if you hurry, you just might be able to catch up to them. This has been a Sounds of Steel production.